Hey everybody, Damon Plummer and Michael Ferguson here from Aerial Influence. This is season four of our podcast in this series. We are focusing on your questions. This is the AI Q&A. This is episode three. And this time Michael has got one of our viewer questions. It comes from Bratley Scott. I'm in the cotton belt here in Oklahoma. And this is an area that has really piqued my interest the past year or so. How do you gauge the demand for a service that is pretty much non-existent in my area? I could move pretty quick as far as gathering the equipment, but the uncertainty has me reluctant to take that leap. I think what Bradley Scott is talking about is specifically the spraying drones and how he could get into that type of business in his area when it's non-existent. It hasn't been used a lot in the States. It's definitely a proven technology. And then I would imagine that you've got manned aircraft that are spraying the cotton field. The first thing is probably to get legal so you can actually spray the crops that you need to. The second thing would be there's probably a community that's not being served. There's one community being served by the large planes because they've got large tracts of land, but you know that there's probably some in-betweens where it's probably not worth it for the guy to bring the plane out to that farmer. It's probably not worth it for that farmer or that ag company to actually hire somebody like that if they've got plots that are spread out and smaller. Getting the business before is always great. That's easier said than done, but getting out and talking to people that you could possibly sell your service to, that would be a good fit. So look, we get this question a lot. How do I start a drone business? We get that question once a week from somebody, somebody calling saying, hey, this is what I do. I love drones and I want to do that for a living. Drones right now, it's the wild, wild west. People are just starting to figure out what drones can do for their businesses. They're just starting to figure out what they can do on the farm. And the answer to your question is we don't have that answer. Really, it's up to you. It's up to the marketing that you decide to do. So you can get the drone, but if nobody knows you've got that drone, you're not gonna get any business out of it. So you've gotta be the one out there making videos, doing advertising, going door to door, talking to people, talking to farmers, talking to your primary potential customers. Those are the people you gotta get out there and talk to because we can't do that for you. We can give you this amazing drone that could absolutely change several different industries, but you are the key to being successful. It's not us, it's not the drone technology itself. The technology is there, it is really up to your hustle. And if you can get out there and push and let people know that this service exists, that you've got the equipment and that you're illegal, obviously, after you've gone through the process of getting legal. But really, that's the main answer. We can't make the business happen for you. We can give you the proper tools. We can guide you in the right direction. But yeah. you have to be the one out there pushing your services and the amazing things that this drone can do in your community or you're never going to do any business. Right. I think a lot of people do know that they've got to do the hustle, but I think where we've come in is one of the stories that we had with one of the clients was they wanted to be able to spray. They were going through their 137 process and everything. Long story short, they missed the window. So they basically missed the season to spray. The things that we can help on are not necessarily your marketing program and how to get you business. But when we say get legal, get legal before you buy the drone. You may have an idea, okay, I wanna do something 55 pounds and under or 55 pounds and over. You may have a drone lined up and what you want, what drone you want in order to serve your potential clients. But if you do it in steps, then you're not just throwing 50 to 75 grand right in the beginning. Take the steps, take the right first steps, and then that way, hopefully you're gonna save money in the long run, you're gonna learn, 
as you are spending money in order to get to the point that you want to get to. So your suggestion would be go through the legal process of getting your 137. If, if you're wanting to be a ag pilot in the drone world, so you want to use a drone to spray crops, right. you're saying before you put the money down on the drone, put the money into getting legal first with the FAA, with the 137, right. and obviously with your 107 license, that would be right. the first step. We've got one client that had a 107. They want to do the spraying. They're going through the process right now of getting the 137, but then they're also purchasing the RTK, the Fanavor RTK, so they can do really high precision 3D maps and mapping in general. They're also getting the Phantom 4 multispectral. Those two drones can be used heavily in farming, but you don't need the 137 right away. So you can actually get started in that agricultural field, and then they're going to buy the T-16 once their petition comes through. All right, you guys, thank you so much for watching episode three of season four of our podcast. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks with episode four of season four. You don't want to miss that. More Q&A, more AI Q&A. We'll see you next time. We are so excited about how drones can help your business or farm. So make sure to shoot us an email if you're interested in more information. As always, thank you for listening. And we're excited to share the future of drones with you.